in our service today. Um, we are blessed that this church, by prayer, by word and deed, by action, by listening, and by several years of faithful discernment, has raised up a new deacon in the Episcopal Church. The first, I'm told by historians of our parish since 1855, the first vocational deacon. That's a really big um, accomplishment that's a group effort, a group effort that has listened and loved, has welcomed new members into the body of Christ's church here in the plains. And a deacon, people ask me, what is a deacon? What do deacons do? Uh, There are demon deacons from Wake Forest. Uh, In Baptist churches, there are deacons who are elders who are like on our vestry. The Greek word diakonos means to serve, but isn't that what we're all called to do? Isn't that really what we're supposed to do when we're sent forth to love and serve the Lord? We're all called to do these things by virtue of our baptism. But something is different about deacons. I don't want to talk about hope in this homily. I want to talk about another deacon named John Barr. John Barr's family uh, is here today. Um, Elaine and Mary Catherine and family, I'm glad you could be here. For there was a time several years ago, and really a difficult time, a time when we felt like our world was perishing, a little bit like in this gospel lesson today a sinking feeling, you're in the deeps, you're in the depths, right? And that's where Peter's located. We were fortunate enough as a church to have a young man who lived on Lee Street named John Barr come into our church family. And he came as Paul's letter to the Romans said at that very end of the lesson with sort of beautiful feet, with feet that deliver good news, John Barr was like me in a way. We both grew up in the Shenandoah Valley. John from Stanton, me just a little bit north from Winchester. So John and I had a little bit in common to share about growing up in the church, growing up in the valley, having a similar culture. And as I got to know John, and I think as a lot of us got to know John, we got to see the heart of a deacon a threefold heart. One, a heart that gathers a table where there is neither Jew nor Greek. There's no distinction in Christ Jesus. No matter who we are or where we come from, a table is built bigger and bigger. And that was John's heart. That is your heart and our heart together. And John's presence in this community made us better. The heart of a deacon, a bigger table. The second part of the heart of a deacon that I saw in John and I see in so many of you is proclaiming by word the good news of God and Jesus Christ. We're so used to doing, I think, as Episcopalians, we like to do. We're maybe a little bit shy about our faith. We're maybe reticent to talk about it. But that is one thing that John, I think, taught me It's okay to share a good word with somebody you just met over at Peas and Grace or over by that garden we're going to dedicate in John's memory after the service. It's okay to say, I love you. It's okay to say, I'm sorry. It's okay to lend a sympathetic ear. 
the heart of a deacon. And the third part of the heart of a deacon I've seen in John is simply sending someone forth, loved, changed, maybe a little bit different. I see that in you and all of us when we're at our best. We welcome someone who's here just for a time. Sadly, John's life was cut too short. He was with us not long enough. Peter, in this gospel, was perishing. Peter's in the deeps, but it was Jesus who raised his hand out, who'd had a relationship long enough to put his hand out and to say, I'm always with you. I'm always with you unto the end of the age. And there's something else about this gospel and deacons I think is poignant today before we go at the end of the service and dedicate this garden. And it's this. We are in a ship. If you look up at the roof here, the, the nave here of the roof, it comes from the word navis, nave. This idea that we're all one body, we're all in a ship, and we're moving toward a greater shore, one that is behind a veil we can't fully see, this side of the Jordan. And come what may, there will be more Johns and more deacons and more people with this heart coming to us. And these folks are already here. It's in all of you. It only needs to be revealed. It was given by God from the beginning. Nothing can separate us from it. We don't need to be ordained to do these things. In fact, I think it's easier if you're not ordained. <laughs> um, it's really difficult. And as the bishop said to Hope yesterday, or as the canon Hazel said, you know, we're really under the authority of a bishop. You guys don't have that problem. So you can use that to your advantage. Please be like John. Be like all of you who serve in this place. Cause trouble, please. Cause good trouble. Listen with a sympathetic ear. Welcome people you think might not fit in and tell them that they do and mean it. We're the church. This is our mission. Thank you for welcoming John, for lifting him up, for welcoming Hope, for lifting her up, and for lifting each other up, even in the depths. This is the Jesus who is always with us. I and you and you and me, we're in this together. Amen.